Viewer discretion is advised. All activities performed in-game and are fictitious. Arcade magic is not to be used lightly and by amateurs. All magic performed in this show was performed by an expert. Feel free to try this at home. That's a fair point. You know, 
Or you, to be fair, Rob, you also might be able to tie yourself up well enough that he yeah, is you know. not able to do anything. But also, we have rope, and rats have sharp little teeth. I think always a tire that you can full, full paper scissors. <laughs> um, all right, Rad, we'll test you. We'll test you tonight. What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> Are you gonna <laughs> tie me up? So you guys gonna tie me up? Tie me up, soon as what happens. I'm gonna pay, play my bagpipes. The rest will sleep. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay. That's strategy. <laughs> deal with the Rad. That's what they do, right? Right, I think so. Like I think that's probably. It seems, seems like what Gabe would make bagpipes do. Um, the bagpipes make it so that you gain more hit points when you sleep after you play them. Oh. They're a pseudo hypnosis. Uh, I mean, it'll it'll help a little bit. It's like melatonin. Can I cause yeah. fear on him? <laughs> Doesn't last long though. Yeah. Just sit there all night. Sit there all night and want to wear socks. So is he still in the in the in his head? Uh. I can only assume that Rob probably yeah, I'm gonna, that crunk came out of his mind and I'm gonna I'm gonna guys. walk away from the rat and proverbial <laughs> in my head. Maybe <laughs> throw a book at him. Yeah, hey, fuck you and your deal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you guys are gonna try to tie up Crunk before he turns in the night. If he right. thinks that's a good idea. Let's give it a shot. Can I press to digitate the rope I mean, so that it's like super? I think tight? we should know before we go into the city. Is Crook sharing what he was told? And so the rat told me mm-hmm. if we tie him up, he'll escape and attempt to kill both of you. If we don't leave myself tied up overnight, he'll he'll leave us alone. He'll rampage somewhere else. How good are you at tying knots? As in can Crook roll a rope knowledge tech to show me how to tie a knot that only gets tighter? <laughs> Um, well, yes, you can try to impart that knowledge, you can try to impart some good knot-tying knowledge to, um, Claudio, but there's no guarantee that it being not one of his class skills, that he's going to be able to do a good enough job. I have used rope. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right. You have not. You have That's true. These two don't have used rope, and they're the ones who've got a manacle in check, got to tie up. I'm assuming we got a few hours, and, you know, really trying to get the hang of this here knot. The rat also then has used rope, by the way. Oh, he's got a skate artist. Would <laughs> be better. Alright, alright. So, do we really want to do this? Do we. I mean, I'm totally against the way rat going and possibly rampaging. He will but, rampage. But I also don't want to die. I'm not dying either way, most likely. Well, yeah. <laughs> Unless we kill you. I guess, I guess that's a fair point. <laughs> okay. uh, we have silver screen. Oh yeah, that'll that'll turn your weapons to silver. Silver temporarily. So, tempor- yeah, it's a temporary addition. You should have a good number of those though. Four. Long enough to kill Rob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be safer for us, most likely, to just let me run free, assuming we trust him. That he won't just kill you in your sleep anyways. So where exactly are we? Um, you guys are about a day, uh, like a half day, three quarters of a day's walk. Are we near any towns? Off. Yeah, are we in the middle of nowhere? No, you guys, you guys are mostly in the middle of nowhere. There's like, it's mostly fields. There might be some farms in like the distance that you can see. 
but nothing. It's super sparse out, out in this area. Most of the most of the farms are probably either closer to Greyhawk or back farther away from you guys towards one of the towns or, or baronies. I mean, you'd think that most people would be like huddled around civilization esque areas for fear of like other right. stuff or you know trolls, orcs, whatever, yeah. goblins. So is he gonna go wipe out these farms then? <laughs> <laughs> Good chance that he's going to go and wipe out these farms even if you tie him up. It's fair. If he wipes out the farms and kills you guys, then it's all fucked and the campaign's over. <laughs> you win. Yeah. <laughs> I win. Or does it count as a win for the rare rat? I guess we'll figure that out when it happens. NPC won the game. Dungeon Master didn't win the game. No. NPC won the game. I, I definitely lost because I did a whole bunch of work that is now in the trash. <laughs> NPC beat the DM. Okay, so let's let's make a decision real quick. Yeah. Alright. Alright. Um I guess fuck it and I'm gonna hide in a tree or something. Yeah. Are we, well let's are we just really let, let him go. Let him go see what happens. Um, just give me all your important items. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure this motherfucker doesn't like sell all my shit. <laughs> like, I'm gonna wear around. I'm gonna go sell. I'm gonna go be a merchant. Like no, no, he's gonna sell all my all shit. Are we gonna watch him and, and stash it somewhere? Yes, yeah. Kedgy has wares if you have. Are we gonna babysit? Are we gonna babysit the rat until he runs away? I feel like we're not really prepared to take on a recanter. I mean, to be fair, he does. He wouldn't have any more hit points than Rob, and he'd only be a few. Like only like one or two challenge rating higher. With that regeneration, and I don't want a little bit of damage reduction. Don't want to accidentally kill him. Why? Also, <laughs> because as of right now, Crunk here is you know yeah, a valuable member of the party. <laughs> I guess he's a good guy. Is he? I can sneak. Whether so, that makes me a good guy or not, I don't know. You guys make a little camp, and you hide in some trees. You. Cover, you put your wagon in a fucking bush, and you you know hide the supplies. You see Rob, and he starts to transform. And his fucking his face undulates and grows, and he gets these horrible long canine teeth, and he grows a tail, and his arms get all hairy, and he's a were rat. You know, he starts squeaking. He squeaks, squeaks at the moon. Squeak! You know, <laughs> just like that. And um, and he looks and he like looks up at you guys, gives you a thumbs up, and he scurries off into the bushes, and, he, and you don't see him. Already. Um, <laughs> Wait, into the wagon bush or no? I did a different bush. Into some other bushes. Okay. Off <laughs> the wagon bush. And you guys don't really, you guys don't hear anything. Um, and it's almost like eerily quiet. Like the birds have stopped chirping. After after about a half an hour, it goes back to normal. And you guys don't hear from Crunk until about 4 a.m. Before Crunk comes back with Alien, I think one investment we gotta we gotta make is we gotta get some magic manacles. Yeah, that that'll be a worthwhile investment. Cause <laughs> fuck this rat. So, <laughs> so hold no matter what. <laughs> so Rob comes, or excuse me. So Crunk comes shambling back into camp. Got scratches on his face. He's got you know what looks like a dagger wound in his side. You know he's got a few arrows. And he's he looks so tired. Like and, and he just walks over to the campfire where it was, 
and he just starts vomiting. He's, <laughs> and all of these coins and gems and a dagger falls out and a hand and a with a ring on it. That's so what happens when you eat garbage. Fucking ran. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and he just slumps over and passes out on the ground and he molts this wear rat skin that just turns into this nasty goo on the ground and you see Crump just passed out curled in the fetal position butt naked next to this pile of vomitous coins and loot. Quick press the digitator. <laughs> I don't want to clean that up. <laughs> I mean, uh, so, yeah, so in total it's something like um, uh, 46 gold coins. There's a uh, ruby ring worth 25 gold and a masterwork dagger. And Rob, you're back to full health. Right. You were down an eight point one. Hey guys, it's me, Gabe. Your DM, your host, and your recruiter. Join Space Force today. A quick word this week from one of our sponsors. Pocket Spiders. Cha-cha! Just wanted to give a shout out to Tom Ado and Ann Chovy, who saw us at FibCon this week. Really great to see you guys out here. Thank you for all your support. We got a real shout out going out to Vanilla Dice Podcast. They're really fucking funny, really fun. They got a great story going on. I've really digging all their episodes, so if you want to check out our sweet live or adventuring party, these guys would be uh, pretty fun. You can find Vanilla Dice Podcast on iTunes and I think Spotify? Not sure. But I know that there's a link from our Facebook and Instagram to them if you guys are interested. So don't worry. Feel free to check them out. And of course, thank you so much to the Steadwells for allowing us to use your music in our show. Last thing, if I could just ask you guys to all like, share, and subscribe to the show and tell your friends. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy the show. Silver. Dude, as as you begin to I'll buy a turkey leg from the orc. 
you he just gives it to you for the for what Eric's given him. This is a small fortune for this oh, guy. Oh, is he a pain handler too? Yeah, of course. And they're you know they amongst all of them, not the, just uh, him. And they they just start swarming you. And they're all like these people are like surrounding your cart. And they're like you know oh take you know buy some of buy some of my you know boiled eggs buy some of these you know pickled pickles, uh, pickled peppers whatever. And they go to you, Suzanne. And they're like you know one of them is like vote yes. Vote yes on 201! Vote yes 201! I'm gonna cast uh, light right in his face. Alright. Oh, they disperse a little bit and as you know, as Back you guys off. Yeah, as you guys kinda like start shouting a little bit, you're like, no, get out of here, you know, we don't need all this trouble. <laughs> um as you guys as you guys kinda like yell at them, you hear Oh, I'm gonna press the digitate and they're gonna hear a voice that goes, I'm gonna get your foot! <laughs> that needs to come back yeah. now. <laughs> Hurt you. Never let it. Um so as as this crowd starts to disperse for fear of their butts being got, they you guys hear from the city gates coming out a small regiment of what are what are the watchers. Rob probably knows because he's a native of the city. Yep. He informs you guys uh, that you know, because and you can tell that these guys are watchers because of the brown cloaks that they're wearing. At the head of them, you, there's a guy riding a, a gray horse, and he's kind of pushing his way through the crowd. Make some perception checks real quick. I rolled a nat 20. 17. Rob, what'd you get? Wisdom and level. Okay. One day I'll remember. <laughs> Rob, you get the... Uh, I got 25. You get the lowest on the perception check, so you're kind of like dispersing the crowd away from your cart, yeah. munching on this turkey leg. And kind of waving it around yeah, at people. Just poking people <laughs> in the chest with this punk of meat. Okay, Get out of here. I don't guy, want any of what you're selling. Heard it got this fucking turkey leg. Get out of here. Um, this guy on the horse, he's got like greasy, greasy black hair. And he kind of looks like, you know, Snake from Harry Potter or whatever. And, you know, you're, you're dispersing the crowd and he's like moving through... The, through moving down the street towards you, and you are you kind of like back up a little bit, and you're in his way, and he, he kicks at you. Get out of my way, street rat! And um, he like whips that, like he like uh, uses his like horse whip, horse. Uh, what's that called? Prop. Horse prop. prop. Kind of like slap at you a little bit. He uses, can, I, can I roll to grab it? I was thinking of a cow prop. Um, yes, roll to roll to grab it. I wasn't gonna go poorly. Oh, I got a five. Um, I, is it bad that this just makes me I, sing the song from Aladdin? I also got a five, so you could totally grab it from him as long as you say something like, um, "I've, i not every day you see a horse with two rear ends." <laughs> <laughs> and and this guy's like, uh, uh. <laughs> this dude's like, "You you were born a street rat." You'll die a street rat. Your mother was a street rat. Your father was a street rat. Nothing but your fleas will mourn you. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to detect evil. Um, yeah, this guy definitely detects evil. Um, and the crowd, you know, and he, and he like kicks at you a little bit, Rob. You fall in the mud Aladdin style. And the crowd starts laughing at you. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna... There's a fat guy with a mustache. He's slapping his belly. <laughs> I'm gonna... Um, really grotesquely laughing at you. Go ahead. I'm gonna... 
<laughs> take my holy symbol and <laughs> by the light of Paylor and turn undead and try to flash it in his eyes. <laughs> um, <laughs> you all right? Make a make a turn undead check. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um. I got a. 19 on the 20. Okay, I rolled a 2 on my roll. So he, he his horse is like, and he like, it like bucks up a little bit, and he, and it, he like loses control, and he starts galloping off, and his boys follow him, and he like glares back at you, I'll get you for this, straight rat! I'm gonna send my voice after him. I'm gonna get you by. Yeah, you, you do it all, you like, you, do, you shock his horse as Suzanne whispers to the horses to get his butt, and the horse just freaks out. The <laughs> I'll get you straight rat! So much. You want to watch that movie now. I haven't watched that in forever. Have it on DVD. I have all three of them. I so, went through a phase. Why don't you guys gain one authority point and just write this at the top of your sheet somewhere? Um, and the, these authority points are going to affect your um, influence in the city as we play throughout the rest of the game. They'll be think you know, you can either gain them or lose them by doing things that either people dislike or like and proper intimidate. Right. <laughs> and, and they can affect your status in the city. It's basically just an easy way for me to give you bonuses for your renowned level essentially. You know, people know about you. Your Was this people? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As you guys scare away the the Prince Ahmed's horse, I mean uh, major <laughs> whatever. <laughs> the captain of the watch's horse. <laughs> you hear a bunch of the crowd yeah, that's my man! Yeah. <laughs> uh, chicken chaser! That's a, that's a real hero! Do it again! Do it again! Oh, that's good. So you guys get through this line to get into the city, and the rest of the crowd kind of gives you a little bit of birth after this, and as you go through, as you go through the gates, some of the watchers who are predominantly either uh, half orcs or hobgoblins, with you know, every once in a while you'll see some humans. They're all eyeing you up, Eric. They are really turned on by your. I mean, they really don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they are all like grimacing at you. They're you know, and one of them's like, "Watch yourself, paladin." They they like point off to like down the the line of the castle wall, and you guys see. Just, um, you guys can now, like, beyond the crowd, you can get a good glimpse of these stakes that are just driven into the ground, and there are people tied to them, or what were once people. And you can see all kinds, and there, there's orcs, there's, you know, humans, uh, you even see a few robots, and lizard men. And there, you know, and, the, and the, this hobgoblin watcher's like, don't start any trouble, the last one, that last pal came here. Ended up on a stake. Well, in response, I'm Paylor's blessing, and then smile at him and angle myself so that the sun really reflects off my teeth and gives him that shine. And then after he does that, I'm gonna send my voice up to them. He he also he also like grim he he grins back at you, showing his teeth, but it's more of a grimace, and he's only got like two or three of them left. It's <laughs> really fucking nasty mouth. Gonna get you. <laughs> and, and then, as you, Suzanne, as you, you, you send this message through. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna acknowledge them at all. But yeah. they, uh, they all kind of are like, oh, 
and they kind of like, you know, Rob, you know that, you know that, like, arcane magic is not common. Mm -hmm. Wizards are not found in this, in the city very much. Mm -hmm. There might be one or two, possibly, but it's not, arcane magic is not going to be, it's not one of those things that's very common. Max renowned. Right. So, so, and they, these, and these got, these orcs and, orcs and hobgoblins kind of like, they give you a little bit more of a burden. But they're, these guys are not afraid of you at all. They, they're, they have numbers and they are all pretty. Some training. We'll have Paylor on my side. Um, they have a serious amount of training, Rob. You know that these guys go through a training course that ends them up at a, at level four or five. Um, And some of them, about 30% of the recruits that go through this training process don't survive. Yeah. But the ones who do have a instant in in the corrupt police force of Is this Sparta? Yes. <laughs> so you guys keep going. Uh, you make your way through town. And some more there's some more panhandlers and people as you guys make your way through the market district to the noble district where the, where the uh, Baron's Manor is to drop off your cart. On your way through, um, you see some so there's some more people handing out flyers. And one of them comes up to you, Eric, and he's like, Vote yes on 201! Vote yes on 201! What is it? Vote yes on 201! And he, like, is shoving this paper at you. He's like, take it, take it! Vote yes 201! Yeah! What is it? Um, <laughs> and, and he's like, oh, man, you don't, you don't know? We got, we're voting, vote yes on 201! We gotta keep these reptilianoid scum out of our city! Make sure the lizard men aren't allowed representation in the temples! Vote yes on 201 to allow the queen to have... Uh, tyrannical power to kick these menaces, the green menace, out of our city. I'm going to take his pamphlet and ask for him. Hey, man, can, can, can I get those pamphlets? I'll help you hand them out. He's like, oh, yeah, sure, here's, here, he hands you uh, a few of them. All right, I'm going to crumple them up and throw them at his face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, come on, man. He, like, starts uncrumpling them. I'm trying. We're trying to do the right thing, man. These reptilianoids are infesting every, every part of our every part of our our society. Hey, man. People are people. Can I make Get them out float here. around? The crumpled papers float around his head in like, um, a circle. Yeah, and, and, if, um, and if you guys, if you guys read after actually like take a minute to look at these pamphlets, they read. You know, they read something along the lines of Proposition Two Hundred One in place to allow the queen to maximize her tyrannical power so that she may increase deportation of the green skin and reptilianoid peoples and humanoids out of the city to mandatory detention facilities near the edges and borders of the kingdom. Does it have in big bold letters on the back, white is right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it is signed by Richard. <laughs> uh, it's terrible. Yikes. Um, but... They and you know these guys are chanting you know like vote yes on two hundred one get rid of the reptilianoids come beautiful chant <laughs> really inspired and you guys so you guys kind of mock these protesters and um, I light their papers on fire uh, or would that result in a lot of fire <laughs> uh, um, if the spells at your disposal I think it's a lot yeah. of fire um, Suzanne make a perception check or excuse me sorry. You're, you're dealing with these protesters. Rob, why don't you make a perception check? As they didn't really approach you, you're kind of looking around. 16. Okay, with your with your 16 on perception, you watch Claudio and Aelin kind of deal with these protesters as an angel kind of flies overhead, and she's just kind of like scanning the crowd, 
and she is like you know lands on one of the rooftops and it's just kind of like has a has a crossbow like aimed down ready and she like what she's like eyeing Suzanne as she uh, crumples up the papers and throws them in the face of the uh, protesters. You mean Claudio, right? Claudio. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she's watching. She watches as Claudio and she's like eyeing him down. Claudio, there's uh, there's a blessed angel up there watching you. Be careful. I'm gonna look up at the blessed angel. Halo's blessing. <laughs> um, she she doesn't have any kind of response, but she does just take off and fly towards the Scarlet Spire in the center of Greyhawk. And you guys move on. Um, you keep moving towards um the Baron's Manor. You guys go past what looks like a burned down church. Do you want to make a um knowledge religion check? Sure. Nope. I'm not knowledgeable. <laughs> knowledge local. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> knowledge local? Yeah, that'll work. I got one. Fifteen. I got twelve. Okay. So, Rob, you, you know a little bit. You know that this church was burned down about 20 years ago, right around the uh, end of the automaton crisis. Eric, you recognize the symbols on this on the masonry of this stone uh, small dilapidated structure as the temple of saint cuthbert oh, he's a good guy he's a lawful neutral guy yeah he's like he's kind of like the other half of christianity i don't know the militant part yeah he's he's more than milit <laughs> yeah he, he he's more the militant part he, of he's the, the uh the, the old testament god yeah in our last adventure in captain glenn's loop the were lat rat bargo you guys discovered a journal, and within that journal, it made reference to a book in Largo's collection, The Secret History of Greyhawk. And within that book, in the margins, was scribbled information and notes about the Church of St. Cuthbert, as well as mm. information about a reptilianoid menace that had taken over the government. The Baron thought that this was particularly interesting, and asked you guys to check out the Church of St. Cuthbert if you had the time. This is this Church of St. Cuthbert. It's burnt to the ground. Detect evil on the church. Um, you can you can detect evil. You don't detect any evil, Eric, at the church. But you guys might want to poke around at some point. Yeah. Maybe not right away. You guys probably want to go do, let's go do your shopping first before we get to that. Um, I'm excited to spend all my money. Oh, yeah. Right. So after, you know, as you guys pass this dilapidated fall-down church, you guys reach the Baron's Manor, and Jaren is there. Baron's manservant who you met earlier in the campaign. Oh, it's good to see you, my my fine fine friends. Come right in. And he shows you into the Baron's Manor. He lets you guys park your park park your turnip wagon. Turnip wagon. And turnip for wagon. <laughs> he shows you to your uh, living quarters and where you guys are going to stay. You're able to take a hot bath, eat a good meal, and if you want, we can do the. You guys can go out and do the shopping. It's not you know so late in the day. All right, all right, all right. Um, Let's do that. So you guys make your way to the market district, it's, and it's pretty easy to find your way from district to district, and within each district themselves, because they are all very well organized and meticulously made by magic. It's like perfect 90 degree angles, impossible masonry structures that are, would just be, just they're so well made that it couldn't be done by anything but magic. Fucking Modrons. <laughs> Aliens. Uh, what else could it be? Make a so you guys go shopping. Make some um, search checks, perception checks, to go and find the things that you guys want to buy. Maybe a good shop. Maybe. Twenty. Twenty-three. Okay. 
So, you guys are following Eric for for a little bit, and you guys go down a little alleyway, and you get a little turned around. Crunk's able to point you, but Crunk's able to point you guys in the right direction with a little bit of uh, Aelin's help. Fuck you, Claudio. Um, <laughs> I'm directionally challenged. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck you, Claudio. Because he really is. You guys are trying. You guys are making your way out of these twisting and turning alleyways, yeah. which you can only, which you don't understand why it's so complex, but still somehow makes mathematical sense. And you guys come across a a human in in the alley, and they're like look homeless or something. You're not sure. They look dirty, hunched behind a garbage can, and they're just like sitting there and they're rocking back and forth. And you guys like get a little bit closer as you guys are going, you know, down the alleyway. They smell terrible. You can smell the dumpster next to them, and this person is what smells bad. And you all have, like, this weird, like, this memory from the smell. You can't quite put your finger on it. And detect evil. You detect evil, Eric. And as you as you are, like, focusing on your paladin senses and, like, reaching out towards this person on the ground, and, you know, Aileen and Rob, you guys are just kind of, like, sitting there, like, Stand by and like, ooh, peering over your shoulder, ooh, you know. Yeah. And um, uh, Eric, you're like, or excuse me, Claudio, you're like focusing on this guy, right? And you can you feel this like weird, evil, like aura inside of his stomach, right? And it's weird because it's like you can see, you can feel it like getting bigger, and then it's like not just on his stomach; it's on his skin, and. Rob and Aileen, you see this guy's skin start to like get like a really sickly green color, and then Eric, the, like the evil sense, like goes all over this guy and like encompasses him, this dude, and you two watch as his skin erupts in this green slime, and he like transforms and like his hands like undulate and grow into this weird plant kind of thing that just like fuses to the ground, and he's just like. Stuck on the ground, and he's like in this nasty slime person. As soon as I see this start to happen, I'm gonna take out my water skin and cast bless water on it. And does he look like he's firmly rooted? Um, he is just fit as by the time you get done casting bless water, he's probably getting done uh, like excreting his slime and then sludging to the 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 wall and floor. Now, is this person transformed into another type of creature, or is yes. it a it's, man who is now dead because of slime plants? It's some kind of... It, he is transformed into some kind of weird slime being thing. And now that you guys are, like, seeing it fully, like, the full process happen, it reminds you of the vision that you guys had, guys had in the future. And the mm-hmm. slime dragons crawling out of the ground. Uh, if it looks like he's not really moving too much. I'm going to go dump my blessed water all over him. Um, you pour the water onto this figure, and it, and the, and it kind of like, you can see some of the slime kind of like sludge off of it, and the slime and the, the, the guy kind of like start fusing into the ground. Um, almost to the point where it's like, you know, you guys, if you guys waited, wait for this process to get done happening. It takes about 10 minutes. And all you can see from this green, all you can see is like a sheen of this green slime and this dude's like weird twisted body just sticking out of the mortar like he's fused into the wall. Um, what are those angels called again? They're flying around? The Blessed Angels. All right, I'm going to start shouting, Blessed Angels! Blessed Angels! 
Top bones. They you after after about a minute or two, um, I probably don't have that good of a response time. Eh, it's it's magic music. But after Keep about trying. after about two three minutes, one plops down on the ground, and like, look at this thing. Um, and it it nods. It's like he he knew his fate, and it flies off. Okay. <laughs> well, that's apparently it's a common problem. Um, and if, if you start looking around, now that you see, like, this happen, Aaron, you can start looking around, and you can see, like, down the alleyway, maybe two or three more of these in different spots down the alley. So is this the method of punishment, then? Bubonic slime? <laughs> so as you guys leave this alleyway, and you, like, go down and around a turn, there's a... Halfling, and he's got a he's got a black cloak on, and his hood's up, and he like sees you guys walking down the alley, and he's like, "You guys want the green? Got the green? Or oh, you got some? You got some three gold? Man, that's real expensive for some vegetables. It's the best stuff on the market. Man, I can go down to the farm stand, get some real cheap vegetables. You know, a couple copper. No, you idiot. And he like opens up his like cloak, and you see like a bunch of like vials. And they're all of this, like, this reminiscent green slime. I like, just saw somebody get slimed. They take too, way too much. This is that new formula, guaranteed to be good. What's it do? Makes you have a great time. Makes you stronger, faster. Gets rid of your pain. Uh, he's evil. Alright. Well, I'm set. Straight from the Champions District. That, that noble shit. I'm good. You know why? Get moving. Get out of here. All right. And like you, you see the uh, you see the blessed angel that you called, like watching this like from around the corner happen, flaps off. All right. Well, gonna pretend to walk away, and as soon as it, he's got his back turned, gonna go, fucking hug him and pin him to the ground. Okay. Uh, you go and pin this. He's a, he's a he's just a little. He's basically he's a halfling. He's a little boy. Get the rope. Get the rope! Alright, grab the I'll, I'll start fishing the rope out of my backpack. Alright, I got a I got a 14 on my grapple. <laughs> okay, yeah, he's small size. You guys are able to grab him and pin him in this alley. And then um, I cause fear. You large men beating he, a child. <laughs> 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 What'd you get? Um, <laughs> fucking drops, kid. The halfling the little halfling boy starts yout, shell, uh, shouting and yelling. And it's, it's getting to probably dusk at this point, maybe around, maybe just before, around sunset. And he starts screaming his head off as soon as you grab him. And you got him in a full bear hug. You're, you're like, uh, you know, you got him. And Rob's wrapping him with the rope. I right, start shouting, watch, watch, we got uh, a green cellar. And the <laughs> yeah. watch, the watch is, uh, he's also shouting for the watch. Uh, he's like, they're trying to get me. They're trying to rob me. And... Um, after, uh, these guys probably don't have as good of a, um, response time. After about ten minutes. Oh, I'm gonna fucking pick him up and carry him out into the street. Okay. So you guys pick him up. Look for the watch. <laughs> you guys finish tying him up. You pick him up. You cause fear on him. You've, Rob helps you tie him up. Um, you guys start making your way out of the alley to, like, get the watch to come and help you. And ten guards, ten of these watchers, show up. And they all have, you know, clubs, and one of them's got a spear, one of them's got a sword. And they're like, 
What's going on? This guy's selling green that's killing all these people. And uh, and, and he's like, and the, the, the halfling's like, Johnny, get these guys off me. They're trying to rob me. They're trying to mess up my business. And you see the uh, one of the one of the watchers, presumably Johnny, uh, one of the bigger ones. He like comes up to you, Eric. And he's like, "Are we gonna have a problem, Paladin? You're gonna keep roughing up my boys, or are we, or are we gonna have to sh kick you out of town like we did the last Paladin?" And I'm gonna well, he's all yours, and fucking heave him up. Your catch. <laughs> and so and you so you throw this dude on the ground and they are these ten watchers are now encircling you. And they're like, Well, I don't think that's gonna be quite enough. I think that you have distracted me at my time of business. You've disrupt disrupted my friend's business. So now I think a little retribution's in order. Uh make some perception checks. Uh thirteen or wait, no, fifteen. Twenty. Fourteen. You guys are pretty sure that these dudes are going to try to rough you up um, at this point. Suzanne, you got a 20. On the roof, uh, you you know that there's a, there's a figure on the roof behind you. Uh, you're not, you can't really look look behind you. It's kind of, you know, you know that there's like a shadowy cloak figure on the roof behind you. And these watchers start moving in. And they like, they draw their weapons. As these guards... Guys, we got to get out of here. Get, what do you, yeah, what do you, like, got, what do you do? These watchers are coming in. Alright. We don't want a problem. We just thought he was doing something he wasn't supposed to be. Johnny, Johnny the Watcher, he's like, no, I think that was you. And why don't you guys roll initiative as he swings his club at you, Eric. Alright. Uh, 16 initiative. Okay. <laughs> 21. Also 21. Johnny's going to take a swing at you because he got a... Free surprise swing. Ooh. Uh, he's 18. Okay, he's gonna hit you right on the noggin Ooh. with a club. Take eight points of damage. Ooh. Gonna be now. It's it's gonna be your turns. Crunk, then Aelin, then Claudio, and then the Watchers are all gonna go. What do you do, Rob? All right, I'm gonna roll a tumble check. I'm gonna identify what looks like a weak one. Okay, the scrawniest of them. Yeah, to like sort of get behind him, and I'm trying to smack him in the back of the neck with my sad knock him out. Okay. I got a 27 to tumble. Okay. That's going to do it. And I got a 17. 17 there. Okay, that's going to do it. So you do like a ninja kick off this wall, do a backflip, and fucking smack this dude right in his cranium. And damage, apparently. Max damage. Um, okay. Yes. Got sapped. <laughs> he stumbles forward. Um, he is not knocked out, though. Okay. Um. He is very not like placed. There. Yeah. He's. Did you add your sneak attack? Oh, no, I didn't add sneak attack. Oh, yeah, add sneak attack for that. All right, that's well, then it's going to be yeah, stupid. You did, did a sweet thing. All right, so that's 18 damage. Okay, you smack him real good in the back of the noggin. Um, and he, like, he falls down prone, but he is, and he's, like, dazed, but he's not unconscious. Okay. He's going to be stunned for a second. Aelin. Aelin. Okay. I'm gonna cast hypnotic pattern then. Okay. Okay, you're gonna get three plus your caster level, which is four, four. for a total of seven. So you're gonna affect seven, seven hit dice these guys. So it's gonna be a sixteen save. Okay. So you're gonna affect two of these dudes. One of them resists, but one of them does not. 
Um, so you hypnotize one, and he's like, oh my god, there's a giant. Why? Oh. <laughs> and he just, like, stands there idly. Exactly what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Claudio, I'm gonna give a little prayer to prayer to Paylor. I didn't want to have to do this and charge up my 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 laughing uh, morning star Paylor, smitey one, old Johnny boy. Okay, eighteen hit. Uh, yes. All right. Uh, uh twelve. Smited. Okay, you clunk him on the head real good, and he is very very unhappy, but still still there. You guys watch. As these eight remaining watchers, the ones that aren't dazed or hypnotized, they all step forward and just begin to, you know, comic book style, beat the crap out of you guys. And just before they, like, manage to just surround you and begin this beatdown, this figure jumps off of this roof. And you see, you see two spears just start whipping through the air. And you see a, a man in a mask. Got a, he's got an octopus mask on. And he's just spear going left, spear to the right, stabbing one dude in the head, stabs, uh, rolls a natural 20 on another dude. 16. Spears through that guy into another guy. 17. Spears through Johnny's legs, gets an 18. Fuck you, Johnny. Swings again, gets a 16. Takes out another one, misses a spear with a 10, but just, just proceeds to mutilate these dudes in a humongous fury of blows that you guys didn't even know was possible as he's just swinging these two spears like nobody in reality ever could. It's not actually possible to do this much damage in such a wide arc. Thanks, Paylor! And these guards just kind of like stumble back. The ones that aren't dead drag away their friends. You see Johnny the guard and he's like, I'll, I'll get you kids for this. Damn you Octo Spearman! <laughs> I'm gonna send, can I send my voice at him? What? And, um, you see, you see this, this mysterious figure who's helped you, presumably Octo Spearman. Come on, we gotta get out of here. There's no time. Is it Batman? Gonna, gonna follow the Octo Spearman. So you follow Octo Spearman down an alley and into an abandoned house. And you guys get into this place. He's like, I think we'll be okay. The green slime flows through the streets. There's nothing we can do to stop it. You just cut off the head of the snake if you want to stop the flow of the slime. Don't try to contact me. I work alone. And he jumps through a window. <laughs> Can't disappear. <laughs> that was lovely reminiscent. <laughs> uh, that was like... I, that was like Christian Bale X Ghostbusters. Uh,